Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Are You Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. <laughs> you know, it's really funny because uh, uh, we didn't get the blog talk radio lately at first. It didn't. I didn't it, hear any of it. We just had the music, and yeah. then I couldn't hear anything. That's a weird start. And uh, I'm waiting for that, and then the music started. Well, whatever. <laughs> here, uh, here we so are. So this week, uh, yeah, we're doing uh, Jurassic World. And uh, I, I am going to kind of, uh, I guess, break the semi-news of the kind of announcement <laughs> Finally that, that we've been waiting for for a while. It turns out that uh, iTunes is a little trickier beast to convince to do things yeah. than you might expect. And uh, also, as I'm sure lots of Apple iTunes users know, yeah. there's no way to ask anyone anything right. about anything. <laughs> Right. There's uh look at our knowledge base, here's our fact, whatever, but you know, whatever. Right. Anyway, um so the show is uh kind of semi officially going to be the filmreview.com podcast. Um but when iTunes will let you know that <laughs> is anyone's guess, right? right? So there is a way to change the name of your iTunes podcast, but it is it's crazy it's and it's passive. It's, yeah, it's very like you you do this thing and then something happens or it doesn't. Right, you just wait and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like there's no there, there's no, uh, there's no anything happens. You just sit there and wait for something to happen. It's right. kind of <laughs> like when you submit, you know, your podcast in the first place. Yeah, and you don't it, know if it's it, going to go you or not. Submit it, right. and then you just hang around and see, see if, if something does. happens. Yeah. So, so anyway, so it's uh, yeah going to be the uh, filmreview.com podcast. I have been uh, kind of commandeered to switch uh, over the movie coverage of Are You Screening to filmreview.com. So, yeah. And I thought, you know, that's a cool name. We're so. going to get jackets like NASCAR. Exactly. Yeah. It's all jumpers with <laughs> it's, uh, sponsorships. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big money deal. So. Uh, we may not show up at all anymore. Really, <laughs> right. we'll just, yeah. we'll, that would be really funny. We'll just uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> see ya. Cash see ya. out. See you later. Yeah, go, go do another one. Um, and then we were going to talk about some uh, upcoming movies a little bit. It's uh, it's now we've kind of crossed the plane. This is a weird, Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah. So now, like next week is uh, Inside Out. Yeah. And you know, this week wasn't really much else uh, coming out. Next yeah. week, there's Inside Out and kind of like a bunch of indie things. Yeah. There's like some smaller smaller title things that are really kind of in the world of you don't necessarily know if you're getting it or not, depending <laughs> on where you live. Right. Um, and on and, we don't. So. And the week after that is kind of like this little battle in a way. Yeah. Uh, I expect that Ted 2 will do pretty well, whether it's any good or not. Um, right. Right. Doesn't really matter, doesn't matter for who's showing up to that. And then, you know, in competition with that is this big game movie with Samuel, Samuel Jackson. L. Jackson as the president and right. the plane crash lands in the wood. And yeah. there's like the little boy with his bow or something that's going <laughs> to, you know, whatever. I don't I don't even know. Right. That is the weirdest non-marketing push movie in a little while. Right. Um, because it, it's kind Kind of big-ish. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the trailer, it looks like it, it's got some money in it. Right. But, and right. it's got Samuel L. Jackson. And, right. Um, but it was like two months ago, I remember seeing trailers for it. And then over the last two months since then, right. I barely heard Nothing. it mentioned. And then just all of a sudden, it's out. Yep. Um, and then there's also this movie, Max, which yeah. is this uh, 
movie about a dog and it's been a while since we've other had a than dog that film. I, I don't really know it's yeah. about um it, they're in like Iraq or Afghanistan or something it's this dog that did something he was like a canine unit dog it, you know, and it, he was super trained, dog and super trained we need super, a yeah. we, we need a movie about it so yeah. there's there's a couple of weeks and then uh like I said next week is inside out but not much uh trying to be in competition with that either a right. bunch of other not really stuff. so it's like two weeks where there's one thing happening and there's the uh there's the you know big indie push of right maybe whatever we'll get something right um because you know this is like nothing wants to really compete with jurassic world but then these littler things will say well right i mean we can't we can't because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's not that big a deal for us so yeah. So anyway, but other than that, you know, not uh, not a lot of emails. Um, no. You know, we had a lot of emails. We've been just generally kind of uh, looking forward to Jurassic World yeah. and being scared of Jurassic World. And, right. Uh, you know, how's the time work out and how connected is it and everything. Right. And, and you know... Uh, that's all stuff I we I think going get. into this movie, it's kind of funny because we were talking about the original... Jurassic Park. Yeah. And then the two sequels to that one. Yeah. Which it it it's a little weird because the two sequels I don't remember very well. They have kind of like faded away in my memory, right? Yeah. They're they're all very blurry, right? I remember the third one more cuz it's been on like TNT and, and uh, for yeah, yeah. That's everything. That's the only has. reason. Even yeah, even right. the, original, the original they've one, been playing yeah. them like crazy now. But go in Jurassic World, it seems like when you're watching Jurassic World, even they only pay attention to the first movie. Right. There was there was only the first movie and what you know, the events that took place in that will reference yeah. those right. and will take you to the Jeeps and from yeah, the right. original and you know, stuff like yeah. that. But other than that, if if anything you know, interesting about the major plot of the other two movies exists at all. Right. They don't. They don't. They don't tell you it. about it. Yeah. They don't mention it. So. So anyway, yeah. There's uh, uh there was uh, not a lot of. Not a lot of emails, but just the emails that we keep always getting, like, uh, <clears throat> you know, just in general, I'm looking forward to Jurassic World. Right. What else is coming in the summer? Right. You know things like that, but, cool. but no, uh, no specific questions. Yeah. Um, and uh, go to filmreview.com. So right. um, really, starting tomorrow is kind of like the soft launch Opening where stuff. we'll really start uh, website putting, changing? putting out a lot of content. No, are you screening is just still, still going to be are you screening? It's just only going to be the uh, TV coverage right. and other things yeah. like that. <clears throat> and anything that's like uh, film review, film news, film trailers. Film related, that kind of you know, stuff. stuff. It's going to be at filmreview.com. Cool. Uh, so, Jurassic World. Um, we get to be really early today because yeah, because we had a lot to talk about. about. I got to tell you though, I am weirdly looking forward to Inside Out. So before before we jump yeah. right into it, and and I even love Pixar movies and look right. forward to them. But yeah. even still, I, I feel like it's kind of because they don't really tell you too much about what the story's about, right? They just keep going. This is the gimmick. Yeah, you know, right. it's it's like if they had um, if they had Brave and going right. up to it, all they would ever say is, "There's here's the sky." You know how girl. it's gonna go. Look at right. Her. Right. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they they don't right. they don't really give you a whole lot of uh, <laughs> why the story behind it is interesting, except you know from the inside. We know that like two of the emotions get lost, right. separated, right. or you know whatever. But as far as the little girl and her family and stuff, we don't know what happens or if anything interesting happens. Or right. if it's just it, this is just it's some just, normal stuff, and right. now you look at it right. in this way. I don't know, but it's it looks really good, and the response of people who have seen it has it's been been crazy. Strong. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and every once in a while, there's like a Pixar backlash. Yeah, you know, there we talked Pixar about this. seems to go like up and down where it's like somebody loves something and then the next thing they do, you know, there's a certain group that's mad that everybody loved their last thing so much, so then they bash on whatever right. the next, whatever thing, the next is, thing is. You know? yeah. yeah. Anyway. But everyone seems to love this. So, 
Uh, Jurassic World would probably better uh, get going, even yeah. though, even though we're. Early. I suspect we'll talk. Uh, this one was really tricky for me in terms of rating it, and uh, especially because there were a lot of things that I didn't like about it mm-hmm. because they were. so so cliche yeah, and they very. were so <laughs> and lots you know it's it's funny i have to mention this because we saw this uh with my son yep. who's 14 there was a part in the movie when we were about maybe 40 minutes in somewhere around there where he like leans over and says that's so cliche <laughs> and and i said good for him the only reason you say that now is because you haven't seen enough movies Right, because you would have just been you would have just said it a thousand times, right? Right. Everything is there. Are even parts in this movie where it's like you can kind of see the overlay of yeah, the, other, of the movie other film, where, yeah. where it's like you you just get this picture in your mind right. of the other movie that it's reminding you of, right? And it and that's just horrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it's that's bad. not the feeling you want to have in the uh, in the first half hour. All of the dialogue makes you want to like stick something in your eye. It's all so cheesy and so commercial, and a lot of it is is just so far to the side of no one really talks like that. Right. Like, um, especially um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Claire. Right. Um, I think that was her name. She is such a weird type A organized person. But her dialogue is sort of like from the self-help book for those people. Right. Like, are you too type A and people hate you? Here's a self-help book. Right. And there's like little quotes out of there that they use for her dialogue. It's, it's just, it's so bad. Even those, there are real people who are like that. Yeah. Even they don't talk like that right. though. They're still actual people. Right. <laughs> At least, you know, if they make it as far in life as she has or, yeah. you know, whatever. But it was just, it was awful dialogue. But then on the other side, there was so much that was so cool. And it's giant dinosaurs. So, yeah. you, it, you know, there's, there were, there were even parts that I thought were kind of silly, but they managed to make it work well enough that you had to go, well, uh, okay. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. And one of them I thought like really stood out is uh, the two boys. At the beginning of the movie, I couldn't stand them. And I was yeah. going, man, I got a long road to go with them. <laughs> and I can't stand them because the older boy was so just caricature of teenage angst, punk emo, rolling his thing, eyes yeah. at his parents and stuff. And I was like, man, if that's all they're going to do with them. Right. And I don't know that their characters really like got super awesome and now i want the action figure but the actors were doing a good right. job with it those two kid actors were doing pretty good they were good so yeah there was a there was a lot that i didn't like and a lot that i did like and a certain part of me wanted to rate it even higher but at the end of the day all i could get out of this was a seven wow <laughs> that's that's a lot higher for for having the problems that uh that I would think. Yeah, that you would it's have got with it. so many problems. But by the time I was like trying to analyze this, and uh, maybe I'll go up or down in the future. But right. For right, right now, now, instant reaction. So it was. Uh, there's a lot of negatives. Yeah. But there were a fair amount of positives, and then also on that side is just kind of the dinosaurs were really cool. Yeah, I agree with Seeing that. Seeing a lot yeah. of the dinosaur parts was really cool. So, you know, dinosaurs are awesome. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's true. You gave it a two, right? No, I I feel a lot like I feel a lot like you um, in that there was a lot that I had a problem with, and and I wasn't going in thinking this was going to win. You know, I knew what I was getting. This is a summer film, you know, and and yeah, as I'm the, watching the film so go, not what I expected. Well, them, you know? I and and to be fair, like I think I got the film that the trailer showed me. You might as well get that out of the way now. I don't yeah, I don't feel like the trailer much, misled me much. at all, but I don't. I think the trailer looked better than the film I got was. I, I think the the thing with the trailer for me is that the trailer doesn't give you the overall premise right. of, why, you, of why right. we're here. And I feel like that, it's not like it's a trick exactly. Right. But it's kind of different when you sit down and you have to like digest the right. premise right. of why we actually got there. Right. In the trailer, they're just like, eh, we decided to splice some dinosaurs. Right. And they have like a 
they have there's more to it than that. Yeah. And it's a little different. So Yeah. It, anyway. it, it suffers from being simplistic to just get you to want to go to not really showing you in some ways what you're getting when you do go. But for me, there were a lot of problems with the film and not because I expected too much from it. I was actually kind of wary. I just wanted to be there with it and thinking, you know, I like dinosaurs. I like summer films. I'm the audience for this in some right. way. Um, I feel critically harsher about it. I actually am a little flip side. I'm going to give it a five because I feel like it's totally average. It's yeah. a perfectly average film with fun moments and then really stupid things that tear it down. But I want to give it lower. I actually, yeah. but I, I feel like it's unfair to do it. I feel like I've got to play fair. Like the, the things that bugged me, did it bug me, you know, because the film is, you know, somehow stupid or pandering in a way? No, it's actually just kind of like, it's kind of like what happens in the first part of the film. Her, her corporate, you, you get the sense that she's the VP of operations or the president of operations and that the, the real owner, uh, Masani, the the guy who's basically taken over for Richard Attenborough, he shows up and he's still making the making the calls, but she's the one that runs the park right, day to day. Right. You get that sense. So he's even, he's off doing stuff a lot. He's he's basically off being Richard Branson. Right, you know, he's right. kind of this guy. But in in her estimation of the film, when she's walking and she's trying to smooth uh, schmooze these, uh, I think they're Verizon people. They're yeah. these corporate guys. Yeah. And she's trying to sell them. What she's doing is she's talking not to them in a sales pitch. She's telling the audience what right. Hollywood is. She's she's. This just, is a uh, great metaphor for what's happening, you know. And she's right. like, no one's interested in dinosaurs anymore. Even though that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because when they pan back, the park is full. Right. Looks like people are plenty interested and, in dinosaurs. And, and but, that's that's kind of the premise I'm talking about. The overall right. premise of how we got here is this whole uh, trying to boost mm-hmm. sales to because there's a dip or something. There's there's this notion here where she's trying to defend the the park and and get money from them, and by by proxy they get to name this new dinosaur, which is this is there's a level here. See, I actually I loved. I loved the majority of the first half of the film in a way I didn't expect to because I thought it was going to lead me into a film I never got because right. it was coy and playful and it was laying the groundwork for a lot of stuff that I was like, great, this isn't going to be just a monster film. This is going to have like a little bit of a discourse to it, like her ability to sell, like naming the new, you know, Imperial Sponsor, sponsoring, you know, you, you get to you, you build the state and, and you be, can name the Bruins, be, yeah, you know, or the Red Wings Verizon or something, right. All around, and if we can, if we can get this thing to wear a T-shirt, we right. will, you know, or we'll put a headset on it at some point. Right. It'll be yours, you know. These things, and it's it's kind of a spoof. It's kind of you know a satire on the marketing of the world today with entertainment. And I'm thinking this is great. I didn't sign up for this at all. Right. When it abandons it and it goes into real stupid trope territory, then I'm then I'm lost. Um, and only later, when I've resigned myself, I, I kind of plotted the whole film out. You know, 25 minutes in, and it's not that hard when you when you're watching all these crowds of people doing things, and you're like, that's where they're going to get eaten. Right. This right. is a guy that's going to get munched. You know, things like that. And, and you know, it, it has these things too, like from kind of the original one, right? Where it's like you get a certain shot of a person, and it's it's like the kill shot. Yeah, right? you, it's it, like the camera's at a certain angle. Yeah. He says a certain line. And they hold and just, that's just a second like the longer. Right. So that you know Don't get that he's to about guy. to die. Right? It, it's, it's funny. She says to them, literally, you know, you want, um, you, you know, they're trying to talk about like the dinosaurs and things. And it's a scene that's kind of indicative. And, and it's funny because they're like, everybody wants more, bigger, faster, right. you know, these things. So that's what we have to give them. And I'll be damned if that's not what Hollywood does with movies, right. you know. And the thing that bugs me the most about films, and certainly bugged me about this, is that's great. Give me more. Make it bigger. Make it faster. But don't forget the last quadrant of that, you know, which is smart. Make right. it smarter. You don't have to dumb it down so much. But what Steven Spielberg did, and I won't constantly hold this up to the first one because that's terribly unfair. But what Spielberg did two decades ago was all of that. And actually, still made you care about the characters right. in a very quick and, way. And it was uh, so much better; it's hard to calculate. Right, and 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 I'm not going to necessarily throw just the director under the bus because I actually I loved his the film, which is strange. He's like the Peter Jackson. Like he Peter Jackson did like a cheesy bad taste film. I don't mean that as an adjective. That's the name of the film. And right. then he got the Lord of the Rings somehow. Right. 
And this we've guy, got another one of those. This guy did one of these underrated indie sci-fi films that, that was really fun, and suddenly he's got this mega film under his under his belt. And that's okay, but I was just so distracted by all the tropes and the cliches and how badly they were, how much they center on Chris Pratt, who does who does a fine job. Right. But this is clearly like a movie about these these animals that are scientifically engineered in a film that felt so scripted by the numbers, so engineered to be like, it's been six minutes, we need a throwaway tough guy line. Right. And when they do that moment, when he doesn't have to do those scenes, he's great and fun to watch. And I believe him. But then it's almost like somebody hits him in the head and resets his personality, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got to deliver this tough guy line." Yeah, it's you like, want to consult here or in my it's bungalow. a lot like things like that, and yeah. I'm I cringe. I'm like, that's not the same guy I was just watching. No. It, and it feels it's so like they weird. did a lot of the uh, you know he only shot like one day, and then like three weeks later he shoots Showed another up. day. Yeah. Somebody else wrote his lines for the new day right, or whatever. Right. So it's like he shows up, he's acting in a whole different movie than he was Absolutely. in before, right. and so whatever. Whatever scene you might see him in at one point, yeah. you know he might be a totally different yep. guy. And you know on the uh, on the one day he's gonna punch uh, Even, Vincent D'Onofrio. Right. On the other day he's like he's cuddling gonna team with up the with dinosaurs. Him. Right. And, and even he's not the only one. Like even even Bryce Howard's character, you know Claire, she's she's in a boardroom. She's the animal. You know she's a shark. You get the idea that she's the predator. She's got all this knowledge and she's ruthless. And maybe she had to be because. Maybe she didn't, but all of a sudden when she's out of air conditioning range, she gets to be stupid when they need somebody stupid. Right. And she's like this, I'm not going to really She's well. She's a strange character. She's a real weird doesn't character. Really uh, follow a direct line. Like like her yeah. kid, like her her niece and her, her her two nephews, excuse me, are lost and they, you know, they they go after them and they're looking and she sees the broken thing and she's like, "Can you track them? Can you see their blood?" And he's like, "I was in the navy, not the Navajos. How am I going to do that?" Right. A dumb line again. And her ability to make that scene have to happen is stupid. Like it's, it's so unbelievable. Most of the stuff that happens with her in the movie, it's very strange. She has a very strange character who's supposed to be such a big part of a movie. Right. Because on the one hand, you're supposed to like her a fair amount. Right. But on the other hand, we're making fun of her most of the time. Right. For uh, you know, for just how clueless she is. Yeah. When yeah, I, I don't feel like someone who's as clueless as she is in a lot exactly. of places is going to be the other person that right. she is. You right. know, she, it doesn't, doesn't match up well as right. being a real, a real person. Not that, you, you know, know, no one cares because it's dinosaurs. Yeah, right? Who cares? But, right. You, you know, I, I had a lot of problems with the movie too. And, you know, again, I'll, I'll trash the movie forever. And then right. I was surprised you were high on seven, but that was, that was cool. I thought that, if I had to really be honest about the fun of the stuff that was fun, yeah, it was really fun. It and, was fun. Uh, you know, yeah, I agree. I, I couldn't go any higher than that, and I kind of want to go lower too. But yeah. you know, there's a part of me that wants to give this like seriously, like a two. Yeah, but, <laughs> because me there, too. There are so many things, yeah, that are so easy to hate, and even it's like. It slows down and talks about all this crap to you when it wants to be sort of, you know, yeah. sticking in little commercials for this or that. Right. Or, you know, the way that you make something a metaphor for something else is that you tell everyone what you want it to be a metaphor for, <laughs> you know, it's right. like all this stuff you're going, what am I watching? Yeah. And, but, you know, then when it does that, then I... Then I start getting really nitpicky about everything. Right. You know, and one of the things that really bugged me about this movie, especially because it's this movie and because of the movies that did come before. Yeah. There's so much weird science stuff going on. Yeah. That they didn't have to explain. Right. And it doesn't make sense. And, uh, you know, like I like the thing that Jimmy Fallon was there, but he's one of the big things, right? Like they, they, Go yeah. to the point of telling you that this glass can stop a 50 caliber bullet. Right. And then the, just so that, you know, five seconds later, you couldn't have forgotten about it. Right. right? The right. dinosaur's toenail just pokes through it like it's cheese like it's or not, something, yeah. right? right? And then I have to go, well, wait a minute. And all they had to do was just not say that. Right. You don't have to say anything at all. And we understand that it's a really strong thing. Right. Right. 
But once you go to the point of saying that, yeah. then I have to say that's not how hardness works. Right. Right. <laughs> like it's right. And and why do it? Why right. why that's have them do it? Why because as soon as those kids get in the little bubble, yeah. you know that that is some kind of badass, strong right. little bubble thing. You don't have right. to have it explained to you. Right. They're going around where, you know, at any moment, even though these are like the the docile-ish dinosaurs, right? right? Yeah, sure. But at any moment, a dinosaur might decide it wants to lay down or something, <laughs> and, you know, you're in this bubble. Right, and, that's and what's going to happen. Or it just yeah. kicks you. I mean, it doesn't right. care. You yeah. get a big, like, brontosaurus or whatever. And it just, yeah. like, starts playing not even ball me. with you. Right. Yeah. Not, not because it's, like, trying to. So, yeah. obviously, we right. know the things are really strong. But now yeah. you're making, like, a mockery of science. And it was such right. a weird thing to do because it was almost like, they know it doesn't make sense. Right. But they think you're stupid. Yeah. And it's the way stupid people understand and, science, so it will make sense. To yeah. Your, you know, something like that. It's just and, so bonkers. And also, it's it's almost like nobody can be... It's what you say often when we see, like, a new Batman film or a new Spider-Man film. You're like, do I, I got to see his parents die again? You know, do right. just assume we've seen enough like at this point. It over and, and it's over. almost like now they now they now they're trapped in this tunnel of thinking, this rut where they're like, if we sh- if we show anything new, we have to explain it. You know, right. and the best films that we've right. seen lately just say, I'm not going to explain it. You know what's going to do this. Just right. assume it and right. move on. It's like if you make this bubble thing, right? You put us in a you know billion dollar theme park yeah. where yeah. people are there all the time. We know you made that safe, right? Right. It's right. like that when went you, through testing. Yeah. It's like when you actually go to Disneyland, right? You don't right. go to the front of the line and ask for the reports on the ride. Right. And go prove to me that like right. this is safe sure. and show yeah. me a thing. Show me a little video that tells me that right. like Thunder Mountain has been right. passed or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So it was really, but you know, I also I just don't get the whole premise. And yeah. they spend a little too much time talking about setting it, it up. Yeah, I, I don't even like the premise <laughs> as a general idea, except if they're trying to make some statements about getting sponsors. <laughs> you could get sponsors without having to be in trouble, right? Without having to like try and sell me this thing that, you know, people aren't going to Disneyland anymore because they haven't had a new ride in a year. Right. I mean, you know, all the theme parks that exist right now are making it work. Right. And they're not having to do any like crazy er stuff. Right. All you need is a new dinosaur. You don't need a new insane dinosaur right. that you make right. up to be better. Well, and that's exactly because that's if and you, you follow don't that, need that explanation for it either. Right. You don't that's need the, the money point. explanation for it. That's the problem because if you follow that line of thinking, and maybe this is what the new sequels are going to be, then, you know, the Imperius Rex or whatever this thing is, you know. It sounds like a, it sounds like Indominus. It sounds like I'm still stuck in Fury Road, you yeah. know. The Indominus Rex, okay, that's great. And what do they expect next year when they need more people? Right. We have to build like, you know, Gigasaurus uh, awesomeness. Right. You know, I mean like are you always going to be that naive to think you've got to top it? No. But And the, you know the, the thing the really thing weak. too is that um because it doesn't need it mm-hmm. at all to be this goofy bunny thing. Right. Because it doesn't need it and they use it, then I get to make fun of it more. Right, because they make open it, apart, it. Absolutely. They make, make it apart it, more. Yep. Because the thing, for me, I don't think that is the dinosaur that's making money anyway. Right. You, that's the, uh, you know, another level of problem. Yeah. But, you right. know, people are going to this place anyway. Right. You can't give me this. It's been a few right. years since we had a new dinosaur or something. Right. Come up with some other real dinosaur. Right. I mean, right. there's plenty of them, and it'll still be a yeah. new dinosaur or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, going on that bubble car thing, yeah. you know, that's bringing in way more people that's than a lot. I look at the T-Rex for a few minutes through the glass and right. go, wow, look at that. That's, that's a T-Rex. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, and I'm going to go. Right. But, you know, that's not... That's not the selling. Now point. we've got an even worse one where <laughs> it's like you can't even let you have to look at it through binoculars right, from right. A half a mile away because how can you let anyone near it? And that that showed part of you're right about that, too. And that showed part of the stuff that I thought was really the best part of the film. You know, the first the first like 30 minutes or so when you're when you're seeing all this stuff 
Actually, the very first scene I hated. The second scene, which is about as long as the first scene, it's just this weird the first scene when they're they're cracking the eggs. No, they're, they're the dinosaurs cracking the eggs. And oh yeah, pan yeah, around yeah. and that zoom was, in on its ominous eye, and like this is the killer. That eye. was like a weirdly like stolen from Marvel. It was. That was the worst thing, looking yeah. thing. The, the moment they're getting ready, actually, I loved it from the moment it starts because, and this isn't a spoiler. It happens twenty seconds in, but there's this claw that lands in the sand and you're like wow and it peels back and it's just a bird right it's just a, and i'm and like it's in the snow and it's in the snow. and i'm like and, yeah. and i'm like this is the cool like this almost felt like when i was watching i know this sounds really crazy as in a comparison but when i first started watching the the third harry potter film that alfonso Cuarón yeah. did yeah. and the whole world was the same Everything looked the same, but it looked totally different too. Right. And I'm like, if that's what they're gonna do, then I'm I'm in for an amazing that's movie. Be really cool. Yeah. And and you know, starting off the film with some stuff like that, getting to the park where you see the guy, uh, I think it's Jake Johnson, the guy from New Girl, who's who bought a Jurassic Park T-shirt and is you know reprimanded for it for being politically right. insensitive, and right. he's like, I know there was a massacre and everything, but it was really cool, and and I'm loving that subversive kind of storytelling. When you get to the park and they start showing everybody enjoying the park, and it's all these kids who are grabbing these dinosaurs and they're hugging them because they they have plush dinosaurs at home, the, and the dinosaurs like the little petting zoo, right? And the dinosaurs babies, are like, right. they're 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 like, I wish I was big enough to kill you. You know, the looks on these dinosaurs, <laughs> right. and it's perfect. You get these little kids who are like, they're like on some of these dinosaurs, like you would be on a mule, and they're kind of kicking them in the ribs, like giddy right. up, you know. And they're having the time of their they, life. They've got like the equivalent of like the camel ride, right. or something. And they have no clue that they're riding atop something that could just destroy them, right. but they're oblivious to it. And I love all that stuff that's happening. And you know, even the corporate speak when they're doing it, and I'm like, well, this this is a great metaphor for what's happening with films or with whatever, right. And then it just kind of backed itself into a corner. You know, you're right. The story was thin at best. And like, then all of a sudden it was like, okay, just go right, right now. And then it, yeah, and then it just it, almost throws that flag was, and it takes it, off. It was a weird for me kind of uh, transition really yeah. when it's like we're just – you figure when that happens that you've got like another 20 minutes exactly. before anyone dies. Yep. No. And then all of a sudden it just goes, okay, go. Right. And we're out. Yep. And then it, you know, which is not necessarily bad. No, but it was odd. It feeling. was awkward. Yeah. It, it seemed like the movie wanted something else to happen. Yeah. It feels a lot like there's parts on the floor. It feels like I was just going to say cut some. It almost thing out. to go with that more bigger, faster thing. It almost felt like there was a scene missing. They're like, we got to get this going quicker. Right. Just t- take that out, and then you realize later, you're like that. That probably was important. Right. Maybe not right. super important, but it, it was needed. It's, it was. It did feel like that. It feels like there's supposed to be other stuff, and we wanted – somebody said cut it so that the you know killing starts faster. Right. But, you know, at random. <laughs> like, right. like, just cut just whatever, whatever out, Doesn't and, matter, and right. then boom, there you are. Yeah. And then it start. I feel like the movie started off really, really horrible in the killing, right? Right. Like – Getting this dinosaur, yeah. and this could just be me, but this dinosaur that they've made now that they've created, getting the stuff out of that dinosaur should really progress right. through the movie, yeah. and it doesn't. Right. It's like in the first five minutes of knowing there's any problem, you yeah. know, all, Every, you yeah. know, everything, everything that's, going, that's on. going on. And the beginning where it escapes. Yeah. Man, you like lost me at hello, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 I'm so bombed. And then after it gets going, I thought anyway that it actually really kind of picked up into a lot better it thing to it watch. It strangely did I because agree. then when we're chasing him down, when yeah. we're dealing with uh, uh, trying to find him, and he's getting closer and closer to the people, and Chris Pratt is you know running everywhere, and then the kids and right. Except when they start the jeep, then I started. Yeah. Getting, I started getting a little annoyed with the kids, and it was a it was a weird kind of overusing something that might be an yeah. okay thing because if you get to a point like that when there's these two little kids, I mean yeah. one of them's like maybe sixteen, seventeen, or something, and yeah. one of them is like twelve or right. whatever he is, and uh, <laughs> you have these two kids together, and if you have a part in a movie right when they need to do something right and the older kid says 
Remember that time we did, Uncle last Bush, summer Uncle, when we yeah. did something, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, something like that might work, okay? Right. Every time these kids go around a corner, the older kid goes, remember when this happened? And right. I'm like, what in the hell is these what kids' lives? lives? Did, what lives right? did they live? Like, yeah. It was like, remember the other summer we were with Uncle MacGyver? and. Right. <laughs> And we right. did this and that and whatever. Yeah. And it was just, it was weird. It was, it was weird. like, what are you trying to say with yeah. that? What's, what's going on? But <laughs> when, when the dinosaur first escapes and they go, oh, look, it did this and it did that. And it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And they're like, aha, but this isn't just, this isn't a dinosaur. This is a engineered, really smart dinosaur. And Chris Pat. Chris Pratt's going, it's really smart. And I'm going, yeah, no. Right. right. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah. But the, I mean, I don't care what DNA you put in right. the dinosaur, you know, unless you're putting like a human brain in it right. or something. Right. Right. It's not figuring out yeah. what it figured right. out right. in order to get escape. And really, yeah. it's odd because they open the movie introducing that dinosaur at the first time that we get to that dinosaur. The first thing they say is like the whole thing is shoddily constructed. We had to rebuild it again. (laughs) Like you've got outs for the dinosaur to be able to get out. The only reason Chris Pratt is going there Mm -hmm. is because the owner guy wants to double check, have him look at it and decide if it's actually safe enough. Because apparently we've had several engineers right. come up with several different answers about how safe it needs to be. Yeah. So you've got like got outs for escaping. Right. He could he could have some other way to escape, other than like you know building his own bungee pit for the humans to fall right. in. Right. And crazy. You know. I mean, he like builds a giant <clears throat> trebuchet to shoot himself yeah. over the wall. It's like a crazy escape plan thing. Where, first of all, he has to be able to know things that he can do. Right. And how they relate to the human world. Technology would be like, <laughs> I mean, he, well, has fact, to, he has to have read a bunch of blueprints. Right. And figure Right. And read up on, like, <laughs> infrared, you know, right. heat thermal thing. Like, I mean, that, that, I that's actually, just nuts. I got, I got mad at that scene, too, because I'm like, you're, you're, you're basically explaining metachlorians here. Like, you're going too far. What you've got is you've got an animal in an environment you've built. And right. and I was like, why would you... They don't even really explain how it hid the thermal like imprint. Well, they, eventually it does. It tells you, well, we took DNA from a they, lizard or the, a frog the, that does it by accident. And, right. and I'm like, why wouldn't you have just done something like... It, it, it buried itself in the mud. Like, right. do that and make it find ways to do it. Because it wants so badly... The film desperately wants so badly to capture the imagination and the panic and the excitement that the first one did. Right. When we learn about raptors the first time, and people, you know, it's weird to think that they've been in pop culture for 20 years now, and everyone's like, oh, Velociraptor this, you know, pack raptors that. When people learned about them in Jurassic Park, they were spooky. Like, they were kind of like, when, when the guy, when Muldoon on the wire is talking to Dr. Grant and they're talking about all these things and ways they have to feed them, and he's telling them they were testing the wire for the, the fence for weaknesses. They learn. They remember. You get a sense of awe. You understand right. they're cunning. Mm-hmm. They're not genius, but they're dangerous right. because they can adapt. Right, but this in, thing a, has in a way there. that in a way that animals do would do and would do right. right. They do naturally, and they would do in this one when when he calls in and they're looking. He sees the scratches on the wall, and she's like, "It was testing it for strength." And I'm like. Are you guys so devoid of any ability to tell the story without ripping off? Like you said earlier, you can just see where the trace marks are in the screenplay. I was like, you don't do this to a story and make it seem frightful. Right. You know, unless you're really not capable. And they're not, you know, that's the big difference between the first one, too, is that the scary stuff was, you know, what was awesome about the first movie was Velociraptors. Right. What was awesome about it was that it showed you this big T-Rex and it said, you think those are scary. Right, yeah. Here's another real (laughs) dinosaur. Right. Here's how we think it really acted and existed and stuff like that. And look, they're way scarier. You just don't know about them. But they're the real thing. They're the monsters. And this one goes, here's a fake dinosaur (laughs) with a bunch of fake science going on, with a bunch of fake DNA splicing results. Right. 
And it's scary because look, it's scary. Right. And, and, right. and it's, and it's just actually and, not. And it's, it's a, it's another series of these things like you've brought up and, and, you know, I thought of while we're watching the film, you don't have to explain this stuff and you don't have to go real hard. Like later when the Rex digs out its tracking beacon. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, when they eventually fight, you see that this, you know, Indominus Rex is still kind of short armed. Who was the genius that didn't put this behind its head? Like, how did it dig? The, did it put it like underneath its foot where right. it could easily dig out? You just, it just had all these what stupid is that moments. piece of skin. Right, right. And it's it does have longer arms than the T. A little bit, but right? not yeah. But still, there's there's it can't places, get behind its back. There's places you know, on right where they just, just don't. It figure just out is ridiculous. Right. But but you know the the all these things that happen, you know, and all these things that go on. There were times, at least during the first half of the film, uh, I didn't think about it. I didn't think, is this film trying to be serious or is it like a like a Starship Troopers? You know, like a kind of like a spoof satire thing. Right. Later, I just I enjoyed it as a monster movie because yeah. at that point, yeah, and, it goes and, way farther in that direction. I wish the trailer had never shown the aquatic monster because that's yeah. a good sell, and it didn't need to do it to get me there. All I had to do was show me Chris Pratt riding with raptors next to him, but it doesn't show any T Rex stuff, which is which is good. But still, like at, at some point, I know it's coming. Like I I know well yeah you can't have a dinosaur to, yeah. film without a T Rex in it and I'm just kind of waiting like you would to see King Kong fight Godzilla or whatever you know I'm just like right it's get what, me there because it, I want that it's kind of it's kind of like you know the movie King Kong versus Godzilla it's just called King Kong versus <laughs> right. Godzilla just open the screen and we let them go know what's going on right right and in that regard still I don't necessarily care about the scientists or anybody just get me to the monster mash that's what I want right and at a weird point I was kind of like that I'm like and, I don't and they care did about anybody. They did oddly in this movie. It was, you know, this is like a, a negative that wasn't there yeah. <laughs> or something. Right. Because it was a little weird that this movie went so far in the opposite direction by not really paying any attention to scientists, not really having scientists talk about anything science-y. Right. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I mean, no, like, right. they have, you've got your mad scientist who made the Indominus Rex and right. everything and who makes all the dinosaurs right. out of, you know, DNA, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, but he doesn't ever talk about anything that has anything to do with science. Yeah. I mean, the only time Not you ever really. hear him talk yeah. is you told me to do it. I love that I, scene. It, yeah. That's I thought a great that scene, scene. When, when BD Wong is the guy that everybody knows from all the other films, when he's literally, and it's, it's great. And, I feel like when I when I'm positive about the film, I'm doing all the heavy work for it. Like right. I'm really reading into stuff that maybe wasn't there or maybe is and they just they hinted at it. I love that scene because I love knowing that character in the beginning who seemed kind of honorable and and had integrity about the science that he was doing. Right. And now when he's challenged by uh Masani who's basically like, "What do you why did you do that?" And he goes, "You you wanted this." And he's like, "I didn't ask for it." And, he, and he's giving him this list of like, like, "Yeah, you uh -huh. did. You said this, <laughs> yeah, this, said that, that, and those. Right. What do you think bigger, faster, more teeth means?" Like, "I gave you a bigger dinosaur. It's quicker. It had a lot more teeth. Like, do you know how much I've worked to give you what you wanted and you didn't know what you wanted?" Like, I actually love that moment because it almost seems like this guy who we think is heroic or at least not villainous got his vision kind of lost like right. he he's actually in a way the moral compass of the film and we're supposed to be on board with it in a way which i, I kind of like that right but but still it just is almost like the scene that but they, it, they could have cut out and expedited a, a right, action but, scene, it, it but it should have been it doesn't really it's like we're we've moved past the science Right. Like we don't want to talk about anything blah, blah, that blah, has science. anything to yeah. do with science anymore. We don't want to explain anything about dinosaurs, excepting Chris Pratt's kind of right. uh, dog trainer view right. of how they act. Yeah. And the only thing that it's going to say about science are things of the kind, like when he talks about how they raised in captivity mm -hmm. its whole life. It's never seen another right. dinosaur. It doesn't, know, that. It doesn't right. know anything. So we're saying yeah. all this like, it's weird, you know, he's like the dinosaur whisperer mm -hmm. and we're watching his TV show where right. he's explaining, you know, how their psyche yeah. works or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, you know, nothing's about science anymore. It's right. all about what we want to say about basically like corporations in yeah. general being yep. bad. Yep. Uh, 
everyone basically who's ever been in the military is yeah. a psycho asshole. Always. <laughs> right. You know, the, I was really disappointed in the fact that um, they even had that guy being played by somebody who could do such a, you know, more convoluted kind of yeah. role other than just being, I mean, he was like bad comic book villain. Right. You know, I mean, he was, he was like if uh Spider-Man was really bad comic. Yeah. Right. And the green goblin was just, you know, yeah. he's about to turn into, you almost expected him to somehow turn into a dinosaur. Right. At the yeah. End right. And become like a radioactive supervillain. Right. But he was so just, no, we're doing this and look yeah. at what we could do. And, right. you know, it's just, it was so kind of nonsensical, really. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, this is part of the problem. And this is what the first film I thought did good at addressing. And in, in a couple dashes from what I remember, like, like you said, I don't really remember the other two films greatly, but there's a, there's a huge component here where there has to be some sort of discussion about like, should we, or shouldn't we, what's the moral responsibility? Like not just paint everybody like D'Onofrio is just this one note accelerated, like the super weapons programming guy. Right. Like, I, I don't know that you could tell me that Raptors are going to be a real good weapon anyway. If what you're doing is now that you're under attack, you're just shooting at them with guns that the enemy would have. I mean, right. there's a whole, maybe he wants to put little Iron Man rocket packs on them and stuff. And I, yeah, I don't know, but don't paint these brushes with just, you know, this one thing, do things like what you were just saying, tell me a metaphor about corporate greed and what the responsibility of it is. Cause that's what I thought it was starting to do. And when it did that, I was on board with it. But the moment it was like this woman in high heels can outrun a T-Rex, which we've already shown right. can almost catch up to the Jeep, right. you know, than the last film. Don't, don't do that. Right. Don't forget what you're telling Unless, me. You know, and, and that's another thing <clears throat> where that's a good example of, you know, that whole moment, when uh, she opens up the T-Rex thing, yeah. and, you know, so I guess we're sort of spoiling things in a way, but I don't know. she opens up that T-Rex thing and then is trying to lead it, you know, right. to fight. I the don't others. know what else to do to fight yeah. this right. dinosaur. So I'll get another dinosaur. Right. That kind of thing. It's, that's the weird thing that that little moment kind of sums up the movie because what it does wrong in doing that, you could do that scene. Yeah. Do it fine. Really, she just has to run sooner. That's all. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. But, but it wants to do it the way it wants to do it, and it doesn't get anything out of doing it that way. Right. And it's so easy to do it a better way. Yeah. And that's really how so much of this movie is, right? It does yeah. these things that don't work, that it doesn't get anything out of doing it that way. Right. And it's so much easier. You, it, it, it's an easier shot exactly. to make it the better way. You want to recapture that feeling of them in the Jeep escaping the T-Rex because it was tense and it was, I don't know, frightening is the way to put it, but it, it worked. It was effective. This time you want the T-Rex to be blowing on her hair so that it's moving that close. And I'm thinking right. he runs 30 miles an hour. You're not going anywhere. You're right. getting too muddy steps and that's right. it. Right. You know what's funny, though, about that scene? I actually... It was really strange. It was one of those moments where I had a nostalgic tinge. I actually got goosebumps when she's standing in front of the door at the low angle. It doesn't matter the angle they shot of that. And she's holding the red flare because I know what that means. Right. And I know there's a lot of people in the audience who and you may know, or may that not. Was a good but thing. I love that. When she's finally like, I know how to get him. Open the door. Open pen nine. And he's just like, what? And she's got the red flare. And we all know what's coming. And it's just the iconic moment because you know what that red flare means. Right. And, and that, see, was, that it was great. That I got excited. Thing, that was the thing I thought. And then it fell that's apart. Something that I they, loved it. That's something that ultimately they did really well. Because at the very beginning of the movie, they show him feeding a T-Rex. Right. They put the flare down. Yeah. But not – they don't like – you know, zoom in on the flare for right. like five seconds and, be like, this and is then important. put it really closely, to, How, closely down towards the food. Right. They just do it they like in the it. most throwaway kind of thing that it's just, we're looking at the T-Rex right. for a second. Here's what happens. It doesn't give you anything that goes, you need to pay attention right. to this for later. Right. You know, it just lets it be so that you'll remember it later. Instead, <laughs> it, But everything else in the movie very it big is the exact opposite. Yeah. You know, everything else that happens early on, it's like they have to spell things out for you. It's like different people made it. It really parts. is. It's almost like they had guest directors at point. I, I hope we keep going to a point where cinema keeps getting better and stories are more exciting. 
or as exciting. I fear when when they did that, I fear like we're one director or producer's bad decision away from like pop up videos. Right. Where it's gonna be like doom, 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 doom. Right. like this is important. Put the Watch mask this. on now. You know, you I, know that's... right. <laughs> I hope we never because if we get to that point, I'm never going to the theater again. Right. I'm just gonna watch things at home. Yeah, all it the was time, a little but... like the uh you know the flare in the first scene will like be kind of highlighted right you know, you'll see it like just you're a playing little... a video game yeah. and it's like a thing you can interact well with you know in a weird way that that you said that i also felt like it it seemed like at times like the movie was almost like not fan fiction but just somebody scripting like something from a video game like it just right. had that weird feel to it it didn't feel like a real movie to me at a point and then it stopped feeling like that it just felt like well i know this is coming we'll get to this point it'll do these things and right it, it was it was yeah. oddly like there's a book out there that's like you know screenwriting 101 or something and it doesn't yeah. care what kind of movie you're making it's yeah. just like Mad Libs right and it, it goes so this happens at the beginning now fill in right. what kind of dinosaur or whatever yeah. and you just write something and every step of the movie was just like so clearly right on that path yep. from like losing the kids right to them get it them Rescuing getting lost them, yeah. to the fact that when they get to the open gate. You know, they have to be idiots. Yeah. Right. We, right. we have to try and make it so that we like them, <laughs> right. but they have to be dumb enough to go through the broken gate. Right. Yeah. I'm in a dinosaur park. How could a gate get broken? Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, and you don't need to. Right. You know, the thing is freaking loose. Right. right. You don't That's have it. to have your kids be dumb and right. go somewhere they clearly shouldn't. Yeah. And like abscond with the, bubble the, the whole thing. thing they don't have to do that the thing could just be there i right it, it, it could just be there it's, they it don't could be have, anywhere they don't yeah. have to be the kid who goes through like six different gates to get to the polar bear right the right. thing's out it right. could just find them they don't <laughs> we don't have to be a movie about idiots there, there's even like i just wish i just wish someone else took a look at the screenplay too just for the small things that eventually just became idiotic like there's no there's no big payoff to the beginning of the film when the kids go off on this trip to see their aunt at Jurassic Island and yet now we have to make them their parents divorcing right like you know why and, they, and not only lazy. that not only that it's so strange because it's almost like uh they did have someone look at it and at, and they said and, you know and what they said you know what plug in some drama right, right. and it's right. they have to be divorcing which we don't. We get very little about the idea that we would think they were divorcing. But right. at one point, I want them to be sitting on the monorail and cry. So, right. so we need something. So make them but, divorce. And you know, their aunt has to be right, insensitive, uh, obnoxious. And, and, and right. the, the weird thing about that for me, yeah. And I mean, maybe it's just me, but it's been like seven years since these kids have seen her, right. and they care. Right. That's you right. just don't have you kids. Just stop. Yeah. I right. mean, you just don't know how life yeah. actually works. Right. Because the one kid is like eleven. Right. He doesn't remember her from no. nothing but pictures and Skyping, Christmas maybe. Cards, maybe. Right? Yeah. Right. And the older kid, he doesn't care about anything. Right. And yet yeah. somehow he actually cares yeah. that his aunt, who he hasn't seen for seven years, right. is like blowing him off. Right. They, they, there's care. no way they yeah. would care. They're like, oh, so we're just off in the park. Yep. All right. I love. I love that they tried to just subtly steal this notion from the third Jurassic Park film. You know, the divorcing parents, and then they feel like it's this tool instead of instead of making the kids likable or showing us that they're that they're sweet or somehow thoughtful in a scene. No, we're forced to care about them. Because their parents are divorcing, right? As a tool, as because a lazy look, tool of look, it's a little kid crying, and it's one, right, and so it's one step, it's like one it. step worse than like this sad, somber music. Like, don't make me feel something. Right. Show me. Right. Don't make me do this. And and there are little instances like that throughout. We didn't. I don't even care about the product placement in a film like this when no. someone's pushing Beats headphones and Mercedes cars <laughs> right. and. Jack in the Box, Margaritaville, whatever. I don't care about that stuff. Like yeah. I expect it. The only, the, I don't know. really care about it either, except for the one scene where, um, you know, I would rather that you be, actually be less subtle than try to pretend you're being. Pretend subtle. you're being, yeah. Like when the when the car drives up and the yep. Mercedes emblem like practically right in runs face. into the camera. Right. Then it's like really, we're, like, we we were just trying to emphasize that they're driving fast. right That's well, didn't, I mean. didn't they say didn't there was the mercedes plug but wasn't wasn't that scene that you talked about a minute ago where he goes hey 
Timmy. His name's not Timmy, but he goes, hey, Timmy, remember when we worked on Uncle What's-His-Face's Jeep like 210 Wrangler? And it well, turns he, out to he that says, that's the Jeep 210 He says what the Jeep is. He knows yeah. exactly I'm what the like, Jeep is. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right, because he's a genius. And right. he knows all this stuff. Right. And we see all these little so, we see all these little bits of genius. I love this part too because it's also really, really lazy script writing for yeah. dumb people. Because he's a genius and we keep trying to say he's a genius. And he knows all these things about dinosaurs. He walks up to the dinosaur thing and goes, This these are the molecules that all DNA is made out of. Right. I he looks at a car for a second and goes, This is the exact make and model of the car. But then earlier in he goes, How big is the island? Because we want to say something about how big the island right. is. That kid knows how Every, big the yeah. island is. Yeah. And he's like, how much does it weigh? Yeah. And his older brother goes, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, right, right. There's <laughs> all this dumb stuff, but yeah. but then they're going to talk about it. So, okay, we're running out of time. But, you know, I wanted to say one other thing yeah. just because uh, it, it bugged me a little bit yeah. in, in the movie I was in. But I do want to say, too, that there was a lot of stuff in the later uh, parts that I actually liked because yeah. all we've done is say negative things about the movie. We didn't even hit them all. I didn't anyway. We, but, yeah. All we've done is say negative things about the movie. But I did like a lot of the stuff at the end with the Velociraptors like going after this big thing. I even liked the part when it turned really quick and Chris Pratt goes, "There's a new yeah. Alpha." Like I, yeah, I actually like that. liked that. One. I liked that when they did that. Was, that was like yeah, I liked that part. Of, you know, a throwaway goofy line, except that it was it good. Worked. That one it, worked, and it was cool. Yep. And then later on, the Velociraptors kind of like come back to him, right? You know. Yeah. And there was a lot of that that was really cheesy. Yeah. Except that it, it was, was it was, was kind of right cool. It, it was, was like done yeah. well, and it was fun. Yeah. The one thing that I want to say though is I was really disappointed in the the giant uh, aquatic right. mammoth like right. saving the day. I'm not opposed to that happening, yeah. but the way it happened yeah. was just like we uh, you know okay if, that. if it was a different age, I might say we went we were out of film. Right. And we weren't buying more film, right. so make end it end right end now, it. Yeah. right? And it just okay, and then it's over, right? <laughs> and then the big guy eats it, right? Um, I, I'm okay with the general idea, but yeah. the way it did it, uh, it was could very have, could have been worked yeah. on. It was something. very deep blue sea uh, to me, a little a little better. You know? But you know, the other thing I wanted to say too is that monster, just you know, my own little nitpicky point. That big monster when they when they go down in those chairs, yeah. First of all. Why SeaWorld already doesn't do that? I yeah, don't know I have no because clue. that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, when it swims by and you see the whole thing, it's just a giant crocodile, right? And now here's the thing: where you're making a movie, and you know people will disagree. Maybe if that's exactly what that thing really looked like, yeah, you need to fictionalize it, right? Make it look different, something different, because that, give it wings. That could have been yeah. a crocodile, right? And who would right. know? It looked exactly like just a, a giant crocodile. crocodile. And I'm going, man, I'm disappointed if I go to the dinosaur park <laughs> and I see a big crocodile. And it's just a bigger crocodile. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I want some dinosaur action yeah. or something. Yeah. There's some other dinosaur There's something monster there. in the water yeah. that, that could have been. Yeah, I love that. Because it was so weird. At first, it doesn't. You know, no, it, it doesn't. When it pops it looks out. Different. Right. It looks like a weird, crazy thing. Yeah. Then they see it swim by underwater where you can see the whole thing, and you just go, what? what? Yeah, that was not like, the sea dragon like I just saw. That's right. Yeah. We, and, anyway. Well, just before we get out of here, I, I, think it's, I think it's a summer film worth seeing if what you want to see is a summer film. I think as a popcorn, yeah, as a popcorn eating machine, this is going to do it. But it, you just, you know, I just thought it could have been much it, better than it did. But we saw it, and we saw it in 3D, and I was pretty happy we saw it in 3D. Yeah, 3D I was pretty cool. The 3D. Yeah. They didn't overdo it, but this is a world where you see textures, and it's great. Right. You know, I, I think if you can only see it in 2D, you're still going to have the experience you're going to have. I, right. I really and, didn't and know, that, but I still think one it's fun. Part where, I love the 3D. That one part where the Indominus, like, comes around out of the woods. Yeah. In um, 3D soldiers. was yeah. cool. It was great. That was you really I didn't see a it. 3D thing. Yeah, right? and it that, really paid off. And I thought that was really – if you can see it in 3D, that's the way to go. Yeah, it, so. it is exactly that. Um, we're about out of time, but it is exactly like yeah. I think a good you know popcorn summer film yeah. kind of thing. I think the main point is like the difference between this and Mad Max. 
right? Which is in many ways exactly the same, yeah. and in many ways so much different, you know. And yeah. in all the ways this was had its irritating moments, yeah. That one did them all, did it all right, fixed it all, yeah. and did it all it right. It was great, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, we should get out of here. Next week, it's yeah. going to be Inside Out because I think there's very little other choice. Yeah. Uh, we cool. might even like catch up on uh, something else over the last couple of weeks that we didn't see, yeah. but that's pretty much the only thing. Yeah. And then the week after that, I don't know. Uh, please visit us at both filmreview.com and areyouscreening.com, and we will see you next week. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.